Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Uncommon Ground. This is our podcast where we like to have possible uncomfortable conversations. Hopefully not, but sometimes some people may feel uncomfortable about talking about religion and non-religion and all that kind of stuff. And so we're hoping to break that that mold or that that uncomfortableness of having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so to my left is Sam McGregor. He's the pastor at uh, Allison Creek Presbyterian Church. Um, to my right is Janine Wright. She's my wife. She is the spiritual one of the group. And then there's me, Michael Wright. I am the non-believer. I am the one that contests everything. <laughs> God. <laughs> but um, so in this one, we're are, actually are you talking about religion or are you talking about your marriage oh goodness oh no i love my marriage <laughs> oh, okay all right so he's, he's not contesting you and no. your marriage at <laughs> no. all right no. he says yes right janine oh yes yes okay <laughs> says it all the time right yep okay um so hopefully you're following along with us last on uh, the last podcast we were talking about genesis and adam and eve and the creation and everything like that and we had we had stopped at a point where we kind of asked me a question or I guess homework. Sam gave me homework <laughs> to read over again, the passages. Cause I felt that they were not two separate. They, well, they were two. Sam was saying that it was two separate stories. And I was saying that there was a problem between the two stories and he wanted me to read back through and see that there are two separate stories by two different writers or who, whoever wrote them or whatever. But I still have, some questions about things so that's what we're going to go over today so sam would do you want to say anything before we get back into that no i don't think so i'm just interested to see your reflections and observations and we'll kind of go from there so okay so i had a problem with how it seemed that the, the 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 not really rules but what was stated in the first, um, or no, the second chapter mostly, and then the third chapter didn't really go together as such. And I guess the first two, there were just little hints of things that didn't really seem to mesh together. Um, after going over it again and actually trying to put some sort of like other way to explain this to other people as well, as I feel like it does not, it does not just come together. I feel like even though you had mentioned that there are two separate stories and that you have to read them as such. The problem I still have is that they're in the same book and that they're, they don't seem canon. Like you want something to kind of flow through so you can go back to another chapter and it makes sense with an, a different one. And I don't know if you watch like Marvel movies or anything like that, but each of those movies, which each of those characters, like with Iron Man and, and uh, Black Panther and stuff, they're written by different or they were directed and all that stuff for the movies by different people but when they come together as like the avengers and stuff like that all those movies had to be like together and they had to be canon so when they came together it wasn't like part of it was like off when they were together they it all had to to come together as one and i feel like that's where this isn't coming together for me as one because there's too many like little bits that don't make sense in this one and this one. Do you have examples as far as what isn't coming together? Um, I think then 
Well, I'm trying to remember everything that we discussed last time. It was a lot of stuff. We did. We got to some very, very some deep stuff last time. Um, but some of it was like that that God had um, said that certain things could not be done mm-hmm. and things like that. And then in the other one, it kind of like okay, it kind of had conflict with that. I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember my freight. The I should have wrote down that, that well, one thing again. I'm not concerned about making things fit in in our human construct of of what fits together. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, but I, I think. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. Real quick, I think on that though, it. I think that's sort of the problem I have is that some people may believe a certain chapter, but not another chapter because it doesn't coincide, and then those people are going to have like questions, and they're not going to have their proper answers. And then they're going to be in conflict with themselves because the book, like, has conflicts. So the, the, what you say as conflicts, I am perfectly content with that because to me, if if I read things that don't make sense, then then I don't discard it. I say, well, what is here that is truth? What is here that can speak to me? What is here? How is God speaking to me through? this particular story at this moment in time right that you know something that may speak to me one day may not speak to me a different day or what may speak to one person may not speak to another person but you don't think that's a problem when someone has when they feel that they read that and they feel that that part is the truth but then they go to another chapter and then that truth is conflicts with what they just read where they were like content saying this is the truth and then over here it's like wait what I, i thought that this is what the truth was and now it's changed I need more specifics than that. Do you feel that the Bible is open to interpretation or it's just whatever is said, you just have to kind of go along with it? Yes. I mean, we we are limited, every one of us, mm-hmm. in our understanding. And so we are all seeking to interpret it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I would say, Janine, it's important to try to interpret all of Scripture together and not pick and choose certain things mm-hmm. and pluck it out because what happens when you pluck out certain things is it takes things out of context. Yeah. But people do and, that all and the time. People do that all <laughs> the time. And I think that that's what turns a lot of, of non-Christians off is when people pull certain things out of context and, and make that, you know, central tenets of the faith when it's, you know, a lot of times they pull out secondary things instead of, of, overarching themes that are in the in the scriptures Mm -hmm. so i think also another thing is we're getting into the bible but i I don't think a lot of people really fully understand how the bible came to be i feel like that's where you kind of have to start before you even actually get into it because now it's like we're going we're being told these stories but where did they come from and how valid are they and so I think that's what a lot of people, it's like before you even open up the Bible, I think you should have an understanding of where it came from and how you should kind of respect it or understand it. And that's why I was saying, you know, is it open to interpretation? Because I think that's another thing when you're saying like there's different stories, but it's like, how did it, like, was, was there a lot of embellishments? Were there a lot of, you know, just someone told a tale and then they just added on to that and they said oh i think that would sound kind of interesting so i think also to un- to get people to respect or understand the bible they have to know where it actually came from well and that's you know there's there's this old belief that 
that some people would say that the King James that there's a that they would say that the King James version, which is the version that was old English mm-hmm. putting together in the 1500s, that that is the authorized version, and that it literally came down from heaven. <laughs> Um, and yeah. and the words are exactly the words that that God put together um, to to make the King James version. That's the only authorized version of the scriptures. Um, that to me is is um, is a misunderstanding of what the scriptures are. Because as soon as you use human language, you are limiting understanding and and words that mean one thing in one language Mm -hmm. it's hard to interpret that word into a different language and so you're you're trying to find words that convey Mm -hmm. that same meaning in a different language and and it's always you know kind of an educated guess and so and so you know when we understand the scriptures they are very much influenced you know the different stories are influenced by the cultures that they were written in, mm-hmm. and and the context of what's happening at the moment. Um, you know, and to me that doesn't limit the Bible; that makes it more real because God is speaking through these you know humans who are limited in our understanding, who are have agendas, but yet God's Spirit still still speaks through that. And, and that's what makes the Bible much more relevant, much more um, exciting for me to read than, than this kind of image that, um, that, that, that there's one true understanding. Uh, because even in the stories that Jesus told, parables, that there are different layers, layers of, of understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, what may be my understanding today in reading a story may be different than my understanding a month from now a year from now and and that's why it's important to have a diversity of of voices seeking to to read these stories and understand these stories because um you know in that diversity we see a richness there that we would not see if it's only you know privileged white males reading the story and and telling people this is what it means we're, we're gonna we're not gonna talk about that in this um, podcast, but we I, I hear this continuous privileged white male thing a lot. We're not gonna touch it in this one, but we will discuss it in another one because I I know that's a very touchy subject for some people. Mm-hmm. But um, I I feel like in religion we really shouldn't see ourselves as gender race. I feel like a lot of that stuff. I think there's things that are way deeper that we need to focus on than that kind of stuff but i know you were saying that you had a did you find what you oh, were i found it it was okay it was just a minor thing and that's how we got onto this whole thing about the two <laughs> things but it was so are you but i have other things oh, to say okay. so. <laughs> so just to go back just where we just so people remember where we were on it was um it was uh genesis one mm. um All right, so it started on Genesis one twenty eight and it went all the way to thirty one. Um, it was talking about how God uh, created like the fish and the sea and the birds in the heaven and all okay. that stuff, and that that humans have dominion over it, which we're going to get to in a second, also again, um, and that 
He said, Behold, I've given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit, and you shall have them for food. (laughs) So he's saying every seed, every tree, every fruit is what you can have. And then he starts giving you like, well, hold on a second. Not every tree, not every fruit in the, in the second chapter. And so I feel like that was like a conflict between the two. And that's how we were talking about it. It was like different stories and stuff. I mean, it's a very small minor thing, but I still think it's, it was a conflict nonetheless. Um, and and I, I see what you mean by that. So how can you say every seed is available to you? But then we get to what I would say is a second story and then start adding stipulations and then, and then there's stipulations. And again, that's where, you know, reading it as two stories and, 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 and not being so rigid in literalism. Um, I think that's a, a good example of, of where if you are rigid in your literalism, then, then there seems to be a, a, a conflict in that. Okay, and I love that you brought up that. <laughs> okay, good. Oh All right, you, like, we're going to go you down there. In, you walked into it. I walked it. into the trap. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> that was not even planned. Like, okay. You, okay. So oh, you're, 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 reading, you're bubbling now. Reading into the literalism <laughs> of the Bible. So again, and if this person knows who they are, that's fine. They can be mad at me. It doesn't matter. I'm not their friends anyways. <laughs> not really, but. Are you talking about us? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> the voices okay. in his no. head. So okay. there's a person. <laughs> Does he have lots of voices in his head? Janine? Sometimes. Okay. So okay. There's, there's a person okay. that feels that people like me are not saved. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. That's their thought on it. But when they're telling me stuff that they're reading on why someone like me is not saved, and also people like Janine too, that that she's not saved either. And it it's like, it just baffles me that certain people read certain things so literally, and then that's what they take as their truth, like what I was kind of saying earlier. Because the interesting thing that you brought up the other week at worship was talking about like, the goats and the sheep and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And if we want to play cards, I have done more for other people. And so is Janine mm-hmm. than these people of religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't take claim of it. I don't, I don't like be like, Oh, I, I did this because I'm a Christian kind of thing, you know, where a lot of other people do, but the things that I've done for people, I do it just because someone needs, needs assistance. We put ourselves in actually hardships trying to help other people. And I know that causes conflict with, with our relationship it has in the past sometimes. You're, she's <laughs> laughing. She knows what I'm talking about probably. But like those kind of things. It's I've seen like someone in need. We're and doing I've, things for tokens to, right. to go into our heaven uh, tra- train ride. Right. But That's when you're talking about like that, I'm just like saying, well, it, does it really matter? That means that you may not be going to heaven even though you believe in God, but you haven't done these things. In a so what you're referring to is a sermon that I preached uh, last week in which I referenced the, in the parable that Jesus tells at the end of, of Matthew in which um, it's the sheep and the goats. And, and, um, and so Jesus separates out those who care for the least of these, those who were hungry and thirsty and naked and, and in prison and did something about it versus that those who saw 
folks that were hungry and thirsty and, and naked and in prison and didn't do anything about it. And, and then the, the two groups asked, well, when did we see you this way and, and not help? And, and Jesus says, when you did it unto the least of these, you did it unto me. And, and I said, and, and I didn't realize that until I researched for that particular sermon, that that is the only time, the time that Jesus speaks to the end times. And so, <clears throat> so that's, if, if we go literally with, with, you know, Jesus's words about what matters, uh, as far as salvation goes, then that's the only time he speaks about the end times and those who, um, sit at the right hand, which is the privileged part hand of God, sorry to left-handers here, <laughs> um, but that, you know, those who care for the least of these are the ones that sit at the right hand of God. And so certainly that would challenge uh, those that say, you know, it's our belief system that that gets us into heaven, which, I mean, that's a whole other topic about, you know, I'm not, I don't do what I do to, to get, a, to earn a ticket into heaven. Right. I do what I do because I believe that, that that's the way that God um, has taught me through Christ the way that I am to live my life and to model that life and to teach that life to others here on the earth. See, and, and for me, I see it as I'm helping my fellow man. It has nothing to do with that. Someone has told me whether it be an almighty being or someone else. It's just like I see someone in need and I'm just be like, you know what, I'm going to help that person. And, and what turns off a lot of people away from Christianity is folks that will use all the right, right language but then when they see someone in need, um, look the other way. And but I mean, but people like have come to us and said that we're not saved because we're not true believers and we follow like Bible thumping all the, the scriptures, you know, and it's like, but those people are taking it so literally. And those are the ones mm -hmm. I'm kind of talking about that there's certain something, sections. certain sections literally, yeah. right? But they're not taking right. certainly Jesus you know that parable that i just mentioned right but but that's where i was kind of having like the the whole fallout of the different chapters is where they're gonna they're gonna wholeheartedly take this one chapter and they're the ones that are going to believe that's the truth when you're going through and you're like wait there's more to it mm -hmm. and then there's that's when the battle's going to ensue of who is right on which chapter because there's differences in the chapters so another thing that I had that was kind of confusing, um, you were saying based on after Adam and Eve sinned, then God said there was going to be like painful births and there were different mm -hmm. things, but that's still happening. So correct. So at what point I thought Jesus came back to try to like <laughs> die for our sins. Yeah. So why is that still the case? Like what, what did he take away that? Cause that things like that are still happening. So what exactly did he well, those things still happen, Janine, because we live in, in what's described as the post-fallen world, that because of human sin, because of human brokenness, that um, these things are the result of that, um, pain in childbirth, weeds in the gardens, um, women being submissive to men, um, that those are are a reflection of a fallen world and, and not God's creation. And, and that's where we live. But in the midst of that, God provides the resources to help us survive in that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, God provides um, um, clothing for Adam and Eve to, to live in the midst of the, 
the world um, and 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 God provides those resources for us to live and survive in the midst of this fallen world that we live in today um, we have to be open to seeking out those resources and being open to using those resources but God is providing those all the time I mean and that's my experience mm-hmm. that when I when I face challenging and difficult times um, that that God is providing resources to help me survive through that um, emotional spiritual resources um, to live in the midst of a fallen world so when you say that women are as submissive to men how is that um, a bad thing because if you think about it the person who really messed things up was Eve because actually maybe Adam because he didn't put her in her place and tell her we're not supposed to eat that so how is it now that that became like a bad thing that women are submissive and I'm just kind of <laughs> there's actually um <clears throat> the um there's actually in, in looking at the, the the different translations um there in in that part of where God describes to to not eat of the the fruit of the tree of good and evil that in um some translations it say that Eve was with Adam and in some leaves that part out. That's what I was telling um, you. And, 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 and that that is um, intentional um, decisions made by biblical interpreters to either include or uh, exclude that part of Eve being there and getting the same message um, that that Eve and Adam, that's what I meant. So, so um, Eve and Adam get that message together. So why is, why is it bad or for um, women to be submissive to men? Um, I think it's, it's not what God intended for, for um, humanity to be because um, women, if, if, women are um, submissive in in terms of that their understanding and and interpretation of God is limited by being subservient to men then I think that that um, limits the revelation of God to this world if 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 women are being told that your opinion is not as valued is not as valuable as uh, males then that um, that limits the 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 message that God is seeking to to give to us because if only a certain segment of the population is in interpreting God's will, they're they're only interpreting it through agendas that that ultimately benefit them, and so that's why it's important for diversity of 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 interpretations to be shared, so that together we can try to figure this all out together so if only um you know white privileged north americans are the only ones that are interpreting what these scriptures mean then um, it's leaving out the the voices of of people of color of people in the third world um, who god is speaking through of you know women and and as well as men I think Mike wants to answer first and then I'll go. No, you can go. Okay. So 
I, I, I believe in gender roles. I feel like in a household or in a community, there should be some kind of an, and it's not to say people aren't equal. I feel like everyone has their, their place to stand up and take lead on certain things. And I don't think there is a, a problem with that. I don't think that one should feel weaker or um, less important or, you know, um, not listened to or not, you know, I feel like there's roles for everyone. Um, so who decides what those roles are? I mean, I, I think that people are trying to, if, if someone, if one interpretation is going to be that it was Adam and Eve that got the message and that, because they don't want it to seem like Eve went back to Adam. Like, I'm not understanding why there needs to be two interpretations. And that and now I feel like, so how many other things in the Bible were kind of like skewed a little bit just to make it to make the message come off a little better or easier or palatable or, you know, so it, it makes it a little bit confusing. I feel as far as like, I feel like it's almost in our, point. it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> what <laughs> point. I feel it's almost like in, in our, it's just nature. Like even animals, you see like there's, there's roles and it doesn't mean that the females in the, you know, are the weaker ones. Cause there's times when the females are the ones that go out and hunt and do all that. So it's just that, that's just how we are. Like we are animals also, even though we're humans and we're creatures and we have, you know, different things that we have to, that we fall in line to. And I feel like when people try to change that and try to make it go against nature, it causes chaos because there's confusion with a lot of things. And as far as so that's why I feel like there are gender roles. And I feel like it probably was. If we want to go into the the understanding of what happened, it probably was Eve got the message. She went back to Adam. And well, Adam should have maybe said, eh, well, we got it pretty good here. So maybe we shouldn't do that. But I don't know if that's what, because that's always the story I heard that it was, see, you know. And so, that's what that, so that's what you've been taught. Yeah. And that's <laughs> and why I, I would said, challenge that. And that's why I say, I don't feel like religion is good because I feel like people will tell you, will turn something one way. They'll turn the heat on this way so that you don't want to go that way. And then, then that's why you keep going and then you're misled and you're not under, you know, so it's one of those things where. And just to, just to define what you're saying that religion is separate from a relationship. Yes. Yes. Like, I just feel like some people will teach you one way and they may have been misled and then they, they teach other people, but it's probably because that's how they wanted you to learn it or understand it. But see, I would say that, okay, so what's the opposite of that? And that is no religion. And, and, and I would say that that's dangerous as well. But you could have, you a, could have a relationship. You can have, have, have a relationship without religion, yes. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you have a relationship without religion, then your relationship looks awfully a lot like what you um, want it to be. And, and, and you're not um, hearing perspectives outside of, of your own. I, I would say that that's 90% of religion. Is what? <clears throat> that you believe that your relationship with God is w how you see it. I believe that there is a lot of people that use their religion as a security blanket mm -hmm. and only pray when they need something based on their needs. And they have that relationship with God. And Even and though they go to church and have a religion and stuff like that. And, and that is true. Um, but my experience is, and, and I think that, that the, the, the folks that I am around mm -hmm. um, in this church, that that's not what they're seeking. That what they're seeking is to be a part of a community of faith that's together trying to figure out how to be more like Jesus. 
Right. You, you know what's interesting though? Like, and someone did did ask me how yeah. how can I not be you know you know go along with religion, but I believe in God. So it's like, where did I get the idea of God? You know, and I feel like because I was around people that taught me about religion, different types of religions, and then I felt that I needed to just take out their their beliefs and their you know what they were telling me i needed to how i needed to interact with god and then once i did that i felt like my faith got stronger because i didn't have all that confusion and misinterpretation or whatever so i feel like that's another thing and and also with i get the whole community part of being in a church and everything but i can go to like we used to do an open mic for example now, I don't know what everyone's belief was, and I really didn't care. But I know that when we went there, we all came together as a community and we shared in, you know, music. And, you know, there was understanding. There was a, a energy and a vibe and that kind of mm -hmm. thing. But no one had to talk about God and all the other stuff. But we all respected each other. And there were people of different ages, different races, everything. And I feel like there's ways to have that community, but you don't all have to, like, be like it doesn't have to be religious you know come you know gathering or whatever so that's why i feel like i get the community part but there are other ways that you can kind of have that community and that support well and and i would say that that's where the church needs to be janine is in that community mm -hmm. and instead of of you know building these buildings which are intended to isolate ourselves away from what you just mentioned, mm -hmm. that a more faithful um, witness is to be in the middle of communities like that. And, and that that's what I think we are pushed, um, that that's where the church is being pushed to get outside of the building and to be involved in, in communities like what you just mentioned. I think that's a, I, th I think it would really help because I feel, and I'm not telling, I said, I'm not telling anyone not to believe or not to have a religion if that's what you if that's what you are if you're religious that's fine but i think it goes a lot deeper i think you can't just on the surface say i'm a christian i'm a christian but then you talk about materialistic things you talk nasty about someone who doesn't uh believe in the same thing that you believe in because mm -hmm. i hear a lot of people that say that <laughs> yeah. and we've even been um like we were saying there was a, a friend of ours that we had and they no longer wanted to be around us because we didn't have the same beliefs but that's being very you're isolating yourself and, and, and things yeah and we worked hard for the things that we got and yeah. they were very upset that we that we got that it. we got the things that we yeah. worked hard for and they were not the same place that we were and they were religious and they weren't given it and we, they were upset and we lost the friendship mm. and it's like that also it it makes you wonder about religion sometimes mm -hmm. at least for me and um that's, that's i mean that's it's valid so I think that was a very good one. I think okay. I, I know we started. We're we're gonna be everywhere. We are it, gonna but be everywhere. <laughs> but we always start. <laughs> so next time, because we're we're moving in, we're in Advent and okay. Christmas, mm -hmm. and so I would love that the next time, the next um, podcast, we is watch about Home Alone. No, <laughs> <laughs> Please, we could watch some. I mean, I was thinking, you know, the 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 birth of Jesus. Okay. Um, so we could look at some 
movie interpretation mm-hmm. of that if y'all want to do that. Okay, we that can look up something. Yeah, we can look okay. up something. Okay. Definitely. All right. All right. That would be next. <laughs> All right, guys. So I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And if you were confused on what we were talking about today, go back to our <laughs> other episodes and read those. Yes. Or read those. Listen Watch to those. those. Yeah. Watch them, listen to them um, on your way to work or wherever, whatever you're doing. And um, definitely leave us comments below, questions that you have for any one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely encourage that. We want to interact with you guys and have what your thoughts are and your questions and your maybe doubts or non-doubts, whatever, so we can bring all that stuff and up. And sh- you can even share the video, put it on your Facebook, and have you know a discussion with all of your family and friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely. So anyways, guys, all right, we'll talk to you later. All right, thanks, y'all. Bye.